We are excited to have you on with us today. It's going to be a great broadcast. If you are ready to hear from God and just go into his presence together, then put some hands up in the comments because here's what's awesome about the Lord. We said this yesterday, but God has an on-time word every single day. Every single day. It's not just reserved for Sundays. It's not just reserved through people that you would expect it to come through. God is on time yeah. every time. Yeah. And today he has a word for you. It's your day. It goes yeah. to what we said in prayer. It's a good day. Yeah. This is a good day. No matter what it's looked like up to this point, if it's been great, it's about to get better. If it hasn't been, it's about to turn because God is in this day. Yeah. And if he's in it, his goodness is there for you to have as well. So get ready. It's a good day. Amen. Well, we kind of talked a little bit about this yesterday, but when Jesus shows up, when the presence, when Jesus' presence showed up, yeah. things did not stay the same. Yeah. It's impossible for things to stay the same when Jesus shows up. And so put that expectation on today. You know, yeah. Jesus is in this word. He's in, he is the word. You know, the Bible yeah. says, you know, in the beginning, John chapter one, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Fast forward, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So mm -hmm. as the word is being spoken, you know, God, God is there. He's yeah. present. So uh, put that expectation on today. Today we're talking about you were born to conquer. You were born to win. Yeah. And, and just put that in the comments right now, just as we're jumping in. Yeah. Put it, I was born to win. Yeah. I was born to win. Yeah. yeah, you know, this morning and, and really all week long, what we, every single time we have the broadcast, we seek the Lord on what we're supposed to be sharing. Because if Buddy and I just come on here, if Pastor just comes on here and he just shares what he wants to share, that's great and fine and it might be interesting to our soul. But if it's not authored by the Lord, then it's not anointed. Yeah. And if it's not anointed, there's no point in even speaking it. Yeah. So this morning, just as Buddy and I were talking back and forth, what really started stirring in me is just, I believe that this week is going to be a great encouragement. And particularly today, I believe that the Lord has an encouragement for the people who would esteem the word today. It's a season of great encouragement. And here's the thing. We just just naturally, if you look at the world, you wouldn't necessarily think that. Like we just stepped out of COVID Palooza, which is what the last year and a half was. And then you stepped out and it was vaccine super time and then election crazy stuff. And now I don't watch the news, but there's apparently some new variant of whatever. Like you look at stuff and there's discouragement, there's negativity in the body, like churches shut down that still haven't opened. It doesn't look like there's reason for celebration, but here's the thing. God is not determined, like he is not moved by what's happening in the world. God determines our future if we yield to him. And so there's great encouragement for you, for me, for Buddy today, if we will step into God. Yeah. So here, no matter what you see, you are designed by God mm -hmm. to thrive and to yeah. overcome every single thing, mm -hmm. every natural thing, every spiritual obstacle. You are designed by God to be an overcoming, an overcomer. That's Romans eight thirty seven. Despite mm -hmm. all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. Yeah. Overwhelmingly conquer. That's who you are called to be. Yeah. And today, no matter what it's felt like. We're gonna we're going to have the Lord encourage us and remind yeah. us you're a conqueror. Yeah. You're an overwhelming conqueror. Yeah. yeah. And recognize, you know, you're a conqueror 
based on your connection with the Lord. Because yeah. here's the thing, and you can put this in the comments. If I'm connected to a God who cannot fail, I cannot fail. Yeah. That's the reality. If I'm connecting my life with a God who cannot fail, I cannot fail. Yeah. Because let's let's be real. If I were to ask you, does God ever fail? What's the answer? No. No. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, if I'm connected with him, if I'm doing what he's called me to do, then I cannot fail yeah. because I'm connected with him. Yeah. So, so, you know, praise God. We're connected with him today. Yeah. You know, you like, and, and, and don't get in, like, you know, the enemy will try to make you, make you get to a point and he, like he's trying to do that to me as well where oh well you're probably not where you're supposed to yeah. be you know he'll try to get us into the condemnation that way no because of what christ did for me yeah. i'm made righteous i'm made righteous not because i'm doing everything right and yeah. perfect and you know good no the bible says really very clearly in romans it says while we were sinners while we were enemies while yeah. we were disobedient christ died for us yeah. to make us righteousness he became sin who knew no sin so that we can become the righteousness of god yeah so don't so you know don't grow a sin conscious where you're just conscious well i messed up i did this i did yeah. that no no grow a righteousness conscious no because of jesus christ i am made right with god and yeah. Because I am right with God, I, because of that right standing, now I'm in a position to succeed everywhere yeah. I go. Not because of what I've done, but because of what he did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. Mm -hmm. The old things passed away. Behold, new yeah. things have come. Now, here's the thing. Even in our sinful nature, we were still designed by God to take dominion. Yeah. Like that's how we're designed. Our very makeup in the garden, you read with Adam, mm -hmm. And Eve, as God made man, they were to be fruitful and multiply to have dominion over the earth. That was their job. So even when sin came in their flesh, their job didn't change. Like they were still called to take dominion. Like that's still what they were supposed to be doing. So even in our sinful state, that's the makeup of how God designed us. Mm -hmm. Even when we were far from him, we were still made to be like him. So yeah. when we're made brand new, that part in our brain that like that sin conscious, what it's trying to do is to keep us from fully recognizing it's mm -hmm. you're designed to dominate. You're yeah. designed by God. And now that you have that partnership with Jesus, he's the empowerment to ensure that the design does what it's called to do. Yeah. See, before Jesus, we have no power supply of our own to overwhelmingly conquer. We mm. don't. We know that we're supposed to. Like, even if we can't put words to it, we know that we're not supposed to be losing. Mm. We know that life isn't supposed to stink. Mm. Like, our flesh knows that. It's why we, why we desire better. Because innate within us, we know there's more. Yeah. There's more. And so when we get born again, if the enemy can keep us focused on what we see in front of us mm -hmm. and who we used to be, then we're going to be rooted and grounded in this natural world. And if our if our power supply is ourself and it's what the things that we can see and feel and do mm -hmm. all, then we're going to lose because yeah. Satan's the god of this world. Mm -hmm. But when we recognize I'm made a new creature, I'm a new creation. I was designed to overwhelmingly conquer. I have the empowerment to overwhelmingly yeah. conquer. And the word tells me mm -hmm. that the Lord has given all authority to Jesus. And then Jesus gave authority of the earth back to me. Yeah. Doesn't matter that Satan's the God of this world. I've got dominion. Yeah. And so no matter what he tries to parade himself as you 
are designed mm -hmm. to rule. You're designed yeah. to rule and overwhelmingly conquer. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, uh, you know, going back to the garden, what did he say to them? Take dominion over yeah. the earth, subdue it. Yeah. That's the initial design that God yeah. had for mankind. Take dominion and subdue. Yeah. You know, that's what he called us to do. And so, and what, what does that look like? That looks like victory. Yeah. You know, yes, and then man messed up. But then you see, like, right off the bat, you know, you, you, you see that God began to redeem, you know, yeah. because God has a still, God never said, oh, you messed up. Well, then I guess I'm not going to. I, I guess you're not going to conquer. I guess you're yeah. just going to be destroyed in life, and life's yeah. just going to be a bother and a bore. No, you, you see, you see, God redeemed humanity with Abraham, and then uh, or with Noah, and then with Abraham. Just yeah. a, you know, um, what what did he do? He began to bring that redemption, yeah. and and he gave a similar uh, you know call to Abraham. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically, he said, everywhere your foot goes, you'll be blessed. Uh, you will be blessed, you know, uh, and everyone who blesses you will be blessed. Those yep. who curse you will be cursed. He, what, what is he saying? Those who come against you, you're going to conquer them because yeah. they're going to be cursed. Like, yeah. he's literally saying, now take dominion again. Yeah. You know, like, like he didn't just throw that aside. No, he said, no, now you messed up. Yeah, but now I'm going to bring you back into a yeah. place of dominion. He did that with Abraham. He did that with, with Moses, you know, yeah. when, when he re renewed that, you know, like all God was doing was bringing back the original uh, intent for humanity to take dominion yeah. and to be conquerors and to be victorious. Yeah. And, and that's who we are. We are a part of that same, that same, we have that, uh, we actually have a better covenant yeah. <laughs> based on better promises. So how much more are we empowered? to take dominion yeah you know well it, this reminds me last year i believe around this time the lord had me on one of the broadcasts had me give something he'd shared with me called god's playbook and basically what like literally what we've watched unfold in this period of time is we have watched distraction 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 attack 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 and it's because the enemy has existed a really long time and while he doesn't have any power he knows what he's deceptive and he knows what things flesh tries to fall for so he'll throw deceptions or he'll throw an attack out there to try and keep us focused on the attack but if we get it inside of us no matter what, the yeah. outcome is sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's a sure outcome. Mm -hmm. Then no matter what play the enemy tries to yeah. make, what play is unfolding in front of you, it's not going to work. And yeah. we, like, that's got to be inside of us. An attack on our mind, it's not going to work. Yeah. An attack in our marriage, it's not going to work. An attack in our health, it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Because no matter what tries to come, I have a God who is so much bigger and mm -hmm. better and stronger. Yeah. And even the word says it. When we feel weak, he shows himself strong on yeah. our behalf. In, in the midst of our weakness, he is shown strong. Yeah. You know, you read in Romans 8, 37, put these, uh, as we mentioned scriptures, put these in the comments. And here's the thing, you may not feel like you need to do that, but there are people in this time that have been greatly discouraged. It says in the word, and pastors preached on this many times, that what the enemy does with hope is he, he doesn't always just come in like a thief and grab it quickly. Yeah. He'll grate away at it. And yeah. what can that grating away look like? 
You know, you start, it's like Sunday morning, you hear a message and it's like, amen, I am designed to conquer. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And you leave the service that Sunday morning, like higher than a kite and you're just flying all through the parking lot and you get a text message on your phone and something really bad happened to somebody in your family mm -hmm. and you pray and you're like, well, that's, that stinks. But uh, praise God, I'm, I'm designed to conquer. You go into work the next day, and all of a sudden, a co-worker just has completely slammed you mm -hmm. and said something really discouraging. Then you go home, and your kids are being booties, and like they're just, they're just not listening, and they're being disobedient. And then stuff isn't working, and then you spill pasta all over the place, and then like your car breaks down, and by the end of day number two, there's no hope. Mm -hmm. That's grading away. It's okay. You may have this sure thing right now, but I'm just going to slowly irritate you. I'm going to slowly do things to make you feel as though there's no hope left. And if he can do that, if we allow the enemy to do that, then he, that's how he'll win is because hope is one of these things that remains. And if mm -hmm. we are without hope, yeah. we're really without heart. Mm -hmm. And that it's so key. Like you said, that's when people will lose. Yeah. Like when there's no hope, that's when the team loses. Mm -hmm. When there's no hope, that's when the army's defeated. Yeah. If you can remove hope, then you'll mm -hmm. see an army get defeated every yeah. single time. Mm -hmm. Hope and confidence is so important. And without it, that's where the loss will come in. We've yeah. got to protect our hope. Put yeah. that in the comments. I will protect yeah. my hope. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's important. It's important. Yeah. That that's where the enemy kind of attacks us the most. Yeah. Is you know, well, the Bible says that the enemy comes immediately to steal the seed of the yeah. word. So you know, uh, when so when when a word comes that's encouraging, the enemy is going to try yeah. to steal it. Now that doesn't mean we should just be like, oh man, well. Now that I got this word, I need to be expecting the enemy to yeah, attack. No. No, don't do that. Just put, put yourself in a position. No, I'm going to let this seed dig deep into my spirit. Yeah. And if the enemy tries to come, no, I'm not going to receive it. Yeah. I'm going to resist it. If he tries to start grading, no, I'm not going to let him do that because... Yeah. Because I recognize what the word says, yeah. I am more than a conqueror through him who loved me, you know, yeah. through Christ. I conquer through Christ. Yeah. I, if Christ is with me, like, then I, then I can conquer. Like the, the, um, the, the, the disciples on the boat, you know, Jesus is sleeping mm -hmm. underneath and, and their, their hope is being graded away, yeah. right? Their hope is being graded away. But, but it wasn't until they recognized, wait, Jesus is here. Right. Jesus probably has an answer. They go down, get Jesus, and it's immediately fixed. You yeah. know, uh, like, here's what we do. If, if we start seeing, oh, man, a storm's coming. Some, the, the situation's not looking good. Well, I have, a, I have an instruction from Jesus. Yeah. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your souls. Take my yoke upon you, for I am meek and lowly at heart and for my yoke is easy, my yeah. burden is light. Yeah. So, so in those moments when it feels like the enemy is trying to steal the seed, in those moments when it feels like he's trying to take our hope, no, I have, I, I have a hope yeah. in Christ. He is my hope. I have a hope. And so, you know, Jesus Christ, my living hope. You know, uh, that one. you don't know that song? Them. Well, it's a song. Um, but like, I have a living hope in Christ yeah. because. Great, I recognize greater is he that is in me than anything that might be going on around me, than yeah. any spiritual thing that might, might be trying to mess with my mind yeah. or try to get me discouraged. No, I have a greater hope. Recognize, we have, we have the God of the universe yeah. on our side where the devil is not even close to being compared yeah. to him. You know, like not even close because we have been seated far above all principality and power. Yeah. We, that's the position that we're seated in. 
So, so when the enemy tries to create our hope, man, it should make us No, I'm not going to let you take my hope. I'm yeah. going to stand firm in who I am in Christ and who he's called me to be. And yeah. I know that when I choose to choose to do that, because the only way that the enemy can, can have any kind of reign yeah. or authority over our lives is if he can deceive us but yeah. to hand over our hope. Yeah. He can't take our hope. We have to hand it over to him, you know, in these things. But no, that's not going to be us. Like, every, like, like uh, Holly, like Marilyn, like Johnny, like Hannah, we will protect our hope. We yeah. choose to protect our hope. Yeah. Well, what it reminds me of as we're talking right now is how do athletes get into preparation for game time? You know, when when a boxer has a match or when a baseball team has like the World Series coming up, what do they do? Like, and, and you can watch this in like documentaries or even if you just watch it on ESPN or whatever, most of the time they'll have like something in their ear. Like they'll have earbuds in, they're listening to things that get them pumped up, like to go in yeah. there. And, and it's whatever works for them. Like this is just a very natural thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think like what they're listening to is you may win this, you will have obstacles and it's going to be very hard. It's going to be a very hard day for you. You need to prepare for very hard. It's going to be very difficult. Prepare for the challenge. It's challenging. Your opponent is very strong. Very, very strong. No, because what's that doing? That's, that's creating a concern inside of you. You know what I mean? It's not that you're ignorant. They spent all this time before game day learning about the opponent and what will defeat them. It's innate inside of them. That's, that's preparation time. Game time comes, they're getting ready. Mm -hmm. They're listening yeah. to stuff that yeah. reminds them of who they're who they are. Yeah. I am strong. Yeah. I am called to dominate this. Mm -hmm. Like, and specifically, I'm thinking of yeah. a baseball team. Like, what happens at, out on the mound? Like, as you're batting, typically, like the catcher will start talking junk to the batter. A lot of times, that's one of the reasons that the umpire is there is to be like, shut up, like mm -hmm. stop talking. But if that catcher can get in the batter's head mm -hmm. and be like, All right, you're going to miss this. Mm -hmm. This is really hard. And, and like, they'll just start messing with them. Then that swing's going to be off. Mm -hmm. That's why guarding our mind is so important. Yeah. We must, 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 must guard our minds. Mm -hmm. We must guard our minds. It's like this is not the time to allow worry and concern to stay inside yeah. of us. We are so far past the time to tolerate an attack, to tolerate the maybes, woulda, shoulda, couldas. Like we're done with that. Mm -hmm. That stuff is so long over. It's time. It goes to what Pastor Brian was mm -hmm. saying, you know, this past December. It's time for the church to get prepared because we're called to do something great great and mighty. Yeah. Great and mighty is what we're called to be. Yeah. Great and mighty. But if we're thinking to ourselves, great and mighty, but I could also still lose. Great and mighty, but it may not work out. Great and mighty, but no, there's no room for buts in the kingdom of God. God's word is true. Mm -hmm. It's true. If he says it, then it's true. If it didn't work, then we missed it somewhere. But yeah. God's word doesn't fail. It yeah. can't fail. And he has declared you to be an overwhelming conqueror, mm -hmm. an overwhelming conqueror. Mm -hmm. We have to stand. Yeah. We have to guard our minds. Yeah. We have to 
get ourselves in that place. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you go listen to Pitbull every time, you, like before you go into work, like, who I'm hyping myself up. No, don't do that. Mm -hmm. But put the yeah. word in you so that yeah. when you go into that place that's been challenging, mm -hmm. what's coming out of you is the word. Yeah. What's coming out of you is fruit of yeah. life, is hope. Yeah. No matter what, what presses yeah. you, it goes to, you know, the funny thing Buddy said months ago, where he's like, the wrong jelly is coming out. Sir. No, when we get pressed, it's mm -hmm. the fruit of the spirit that's coming out of yeah. us. It's not a mixture. It's the fruit of God and the fruit of God will lead us to victory. Yeah. And, and, and how, how do we get ourselves in a position where, you know, we can do that? Yeah. Because if we've spent our whole life just trained to yield whenever to whatever situation, yeah. yield to whatever thought comes to our head, you know, there, there's a renewing of our mind that yeah. needs to take place. In Romans 12, 2, it says, uh, it says that we need to renew our mind. It yeah. says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The New Living Translation says, uh, but let God transform you by changing the way you think. Yeah. And so how, how do we do that? How do we get ourselves in a position where when the enemy attacks, we don't just instantly, oh, man, like yeah. now I have to battle in war, you know. Um, the Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians 10.3, put that in the comments, 2 Corinthians 10.3, for we, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Right. For the weapons of our warfare are not of flesh, but they're divinely powerful yeah. for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations or strongholds. Yeah. Uh, these are strongholds in our in our minds, the yeah. strongholds that the enemy has tried to plant up. No, what, what we're doing is we're tearing down those things. Yeah. When the enemy give, tries to give us a lie, no, we're tearing that down. I'm not going to let... And we're building up another stronghold yeah. based on the word. No, I'm a conqueror. This, you know, this can't happen to me. Yeah. No, I'm a conqueror. That's not who I am. I'm not. I'm not defeated. I'm not weak. I'm not depressed. I'm not anxious. I'm not any of those things. No, I overwhelmingly conquer. We set up another stronghold yeah. in our mind. But but what but we do is we destroy these speculations and every lofty thing that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. Right. So that's what we're talking about. When the enemy gives you a diagnosis, when the world gives you a diagnosis or whatever you know no what, what's it doing it's trying to exalt itself above yeah. what God has already established in yeah. his word so when we root ourselves in this in what he has already said about us when we get our full identity yep. in the word yep. not in our job not in what people think about us not in what people say about us you right. know a lot of times we can get ident identity in you know well, uh, they said I'm this, so that's who I am. Yeah. No, I don't get my identity in that, in my job. I don't get my identity in my kids, you know, like, you know, all these yeah. things in my, in certain roles, in certain positions. No, my identity is in who God called me yeah. to be. So if there's anything that tries to tell me I'm not who God, ra tries to raise itself against the knowledge of what God has already said in his word. Yeah. No, what I have the authority to do is I have the authority to tear that down. Yeah. I have the authority to tear it down. That's what we're doing. We're destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. How? We are taking every thought captive mm -hmm. to the obedience of Christ. So a thought tries to come in. Oh, man, this is going to be a rough day now. No. Yeah. I'm taking that thought captive and I'm making it obey Christ. Yeah. Because Christ says, no, it's not going to be a rough day. The Bible says every, every, his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. You know, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. So it doesn't matter what happens. You know, the cares of this world, you know, the deceit of riches, the things yeah. that try to choke up the word. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let, allow that to happen. I'm going to set up a stronghold in myself that when the yeah. enemy tries to come at me, that shield of faith is already prepared and it just yeah. bounces off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go. 
I was just going to say, it reminds me of, of a time when, when I was sit, Serene and I were sitting and watching TV, and all of a sudden I had this big pain in my, in my chest. Like it felt like my heart was getting ready to explode. It wasn't like heartburn. I've had that before. It felt like my heart was getting ready to ex explode. It felt like I got like stabbed in, in the heart. Like it was, yeah. it was that painful. And every time I moved, the pain just got worse and worse and worse. But, but praise God, there was a stronghold that was yeah. set up so that whenever that came at me, I didn't yeah. yield to it and say, oh, no, what's happening? Am I dying? No, like the first thing that happened was, no, this is not permitted to happen to me. Yeah. This happened inside because I couldn't speak because it, like, it was weird. But no, this is not permitted to happen to me. I beat my chest and I said, in the name of Jesus, get out. And, uh, and I began to quote the word, no, I am healed. Uh, yeah. He takes sickness from my midst. By his stripes, I am healed. I just began to speak that, and then I just began to praise God. It's yeah. done. It's finished. I'm not, I'm not having this. Yeah. And then I began to move around, and the pain, the pain was gone, yeah. and, it, and it didn't come back. But, like, what, what happened there, I had a stronghold already set up on the word of what it's, the word says. Yeah. And because of that, that, that shield of faith came up, and, and that fiery dart that tried to come at me, it just bounced off. And that's what we need to do. Set, set a firm foundation. This is who I am in Christ. Yeah. So when, when he tries to grade away, no, I can resist it. Well, and you read in Timothy, fear is not a part mm. of God. Like yeah. it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but mm. of power, love, and a sound mind, a sound, disciplined mind. Mm. Well, what does that sound mind look like? You know, think of it this way. As Buddy was talking, this is just the image that popped up in my head. I've never really thought about it this way. But when you read about, you know, different rulers going in and taking dominion over an area, mm -hmm. I don't know if I know of a story where somebody just walked into town. They're like, hey, I, this belongs to me now. Thank you. And everyone's like, oh, praise God, new leader. This is amazing. No, there's typically some resistance. Yeah. Like anytime something is overthrown and new leadership comes in, there's typically a resistance yeah. and some sort of war that is waged. Yeah. Well, the battle, so to speak, we have authority over our mind, yeah. but our mind has so often been controlled by the yeah. flesh that it goes to that Hebrews 12, 11 verse yeah. that we quote quite often. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. But if we give ourselves to it in its time, it'll produce the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Mm -hmm. Well, when we are encountering a new area in our life, let's say that we're going through an attack that we've never gone through before. Like something comes up and it's brand new. Like there's something happening in my life right now. Great thing, amazing thing. Like God is so good, but it's presented opportunity that I've never faced before. And with it came like it, it was insane how quickly like this barrage of mental attacks like this assault on my thinking of you need to fear this and what about this and what about this and what about this and what about this and it happened and like my like who I am as a Christian was like oh my gosh like do I have zero faith no I'd never faced this before so while there was I had built up some stronghold in it I'd never been in the situation so what I'm doing is I'm taking dominion in my thought life and the flesh has tried at different points to wage war back and yeah. and try to make me think on negative things and try to make me think yeah. xyz but what do i have 
have through Jesus authority. Yeah. I have authority. You have authority. We have been given authority. Our flesh doesn't run us. Our thoughts don't run us. We are designed, yeah. designed by God to dominate yeah. our everything, including mm -hmm. our flesh, yeah. including our thought life. Mm -hmm. So, and while that doesn't sound huge, this is so integral mm -hmm. to whether or not we're going to walk in victory. Because if we don't know that we can, yeah. if we don't know how to do it, then yeah. we won't do it. Yeah. And you, you literally see that in the word, like the, what example that the Lord brought to me, I was talking to buddy about it earlier, is the example of the 12 spies that mm -hmm. Moses sent into yeah. the promised land. And he, he gave them all very, very specific instructions. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were not just go see what it looks like. and comes back. It was mm -hmm. no, go tell me what it looks like. Go tell me if they're strong or if they're weak, go tell me like what the land looks like. Mm -hmm. Go like, give me all of these things. I want a full report. So they mm -hmm. went and looked and they came back and of the 12 spies, only two of them believed that yeah. the land could belong to them. Only two. Everybody else was chicken. Like they allowed their perspective because they had never faced that situation before. And they didn't have a foundation truly inside of them of God is a deliverer. Mm -hmm. Even though God had delivered the people out of Egypt, that revelation wasn't yeah. real to the other 10. Mm -hmm. God could do it once, but he couldn't do it again. That's why Caleb and Joshua were the two that are like, we can surely take this. Surely yeah. we can have it. And when Caleb is talking, and so they didn't go into the promised land. They mm -hmm. didn't because yeah. the other two, their perspective held back what yeah. God wanted to do right then and there. Mm -hmm. But And listen to what Caleb says when he's talking to Joshua. He's saying, nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me, this is Numbers 14, verse 8, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt with fear. That's what fear can do. It can melt the heart of, of, of us. If we allow fear in, even yeah. a, fra a fragment of it, if fear's allowed there, it can cause our heart to melt and mm. we, we won't step into the things we're called to do. Yeah. Fear is powerful in the wrong direction. Mm. And it's time for the body to stop allowing any part mm. of it, anywhere of our life. Yeah. Fear has no part with us. We're designed to conquer. We're mm. designed to win. Yeah. And if we'll keep our minds set on him mm -hmm. and take that fear yeah. and throw it away, mm -hmm. get rid of it, learn to recognize the emotion of fear, yeah and then deal with it properly, yeah. we're not going to be stoppable. We're yeah. un an unstoppable force if we'll do those things. Yeah, yeah. And it, boil, uh, it boils back down to how do I see myself? Yeah. Do I see myself in my flesh or do I see myself with him? Yeah. You know, do I see myself just doing all this on my own or do I recognize that there, that there is an almighty God empowering me yeah. to succeed? Because you can see that clear distinction in the spies. You yeah. know, um, How did Joshua and Caleb see themselves? Numbers 14, verse 8. If the Lord is mm -hmm. pleased with us, then he will bring us into this land yeah. and give it to us, a land which flows milk and honey. Don't rebel against the Lord. Uh, he, this is what he says. Um, uh, and do not fear them, uh, the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Yeah. Their protection has been removed from them, yeah. and the Lord is with us, do not fear them. Yeah. He's literally saying, God is with us, their protection is removed from them. He, he, he actually says, no, they'll be like bread for us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, it's like, how terrified are you of bread? Yeah. Right? We're, I'm not terrified of bread. Like, can you imagine? So he's saying to us, they're just like bread. 
You know, what did the other spies say? We, we were like grasshoppers in their sight. Yeah. So, he, so, the, so you see how they saw themselves. Yeah. One saw themselves apart from God. One saw themselves connected with God. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, I have more, like, I'm not afraid of grasshoppers, but grasshoppers have more of a tendency to be f- afraid of than bread, right? Because sure. bread is a zero threat. Sure. Grasshoppers are just creepy. You know, but they're saying that we were grasshoppers in their sight, but then Joshua and Caleb, they're bread in our sight. Yeah. You know, they're bread to us. Yeah. And so, and so you see these, you see how they saw themselves. Yeah. And so, no, when, when the enemy is like bread to me, you know, he, he's nothing, you know, he, he's no threat. He's zero threat. Now, yes, he'll try to come. He'll try to do sure. things. He try, he, the Bible says he, he stalks around like a roaring lion seeking whom it, whom he made devour. But what did Jesus pray over us? Keep, Lord, keep them from the evil yeah. one. You know, um, so how do we see ourselves? That, that's an important question. Am I, am I trying to do all this in my own power? Because if yeah. that's how I see myself, that, that's all I'm going to be operating is in my yeah. own power and I'll get beat up. But no, that's not who I am. That's not who you are. You're not, you're not alone. You have help. Put it in the comments. Yeah. I have help. Yeah. See, Joshua, Caleb recognized this, and, and just like God said in Numbers fourteen twenty eight, He says, "As they have spoken in my hearing, so I will, so so it will be to them." You yeah. know, so the ones who said they'll, they'll devour us, they were devoured in the land. Yep. But Joshua and Caleb, because they recognized who they were in Christ, who they were in God, they recognized we have a covenant keeping God yeah. on our side who says, "Go take the land. We're gonna take it." Yeah. They were able to take the land. And so, and so recognize you have help. God is on your side yeah. and greater is he that is for you than anyone who can be against you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. Yeah. You have help. Yeah. Well, I was listening to brother Tracy yesterday, I think. And one of the things he was talking about, and right now I'm speaking particularly to people in boomerang. I'm sure it's in the body of Christ as a whole, but they're, have been moments like in the in the time where I've been in this ministry where it has seemed like we're on cloud nine mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I, I mean pastors preached a series called this before it has looked like all hell is broken loose and it's mm-hmm. like what the stink is this mm-hmm. but here's the thing no matter what it looks like we're designed to go through yeah. you know B- brother Tracy was saying one of the, his greatest encouragements is seeing all the people that were opposed to Jesus He's like, I would be much more discouraged if nobody opposed Jesus Mm. because I have faced opposition in this world. Mm. But you see in the word, Jesus's ministry was fulfilled regardless of the opposition that came against him, regardless of the people who didn't like him, who persecuted him, who literally tried to push him off a cliff. (laughs) No matter what happened, God sent exactly what Jesus needed at the time he needed it. He never lacked. He was never in want. Jesus had everything he needed and his ministry was fulfilled and it pleased God and it sent freedom for the entire world. No matter what Jesus faced, he won. Yeah. He's our example. Mm-hmm. That's the example we follow. Yeah. And I know for me, there have been a lot of times where I've heard stories like this, like I've heard stories like Jesus, and I've literally thought in ignorance, I do not want to go through those things. Mm-hmm. I would rather get to heaven and listen to the stories of the mm-hmm. things that Jesus went through than have to go through them myself. Mm-hmm. But what that is, is that, that that is a lack of revelation of mm-hmm. what Jesus is sacrifice made available to me. Yeah. 
You know, Psalm 23, super familiar, but we often just glaze over this and we'll sing it in sing-songy form. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still or beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. Yeah. Your rod and your or, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Where did it say that Jesus has us lie down? Not in the valley of the shadow of death. Mm -hmm. That's not where we're camping out. Yeah. We're going through that bad boy until yeah. we hit the green pastures and that's where we're stopping. Yeah. That's literally what it says. He has me lie down in, in uh, he leads me, he leads me beside the quiet waters. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. That's where our end point is. Yeah. That's our destination. When the valley of the shadow of death is coming up, we don't stay there. Yeah. We're not even camping out there. It's yeah. not even for a day. We're walking through it to mm -hmm. get to the destination yeah. God's designed us mm -hmm. to go to. Yeah. But here's what's awesome about the Lord is that there's an anointing that Jesus had. Mm -hmm. There's an anointing that he's then given to us that mm -hmm. when we go through the valley of the shadow of death we're turning that valley into an oasis yeah. God has placed us strategically strategically so that even the driest of places can become a sanctuary for him yeah. you know have you ever been in a spot where it just has looked so dark and it's like why on earth am I here I had a job once where I worked in this company and it was like everywhere I turned the company just seemed shady and I'm like I don't I don't want to work here this is not a fun place to work I'm not enjoying this I want to leave and be where a company like has good morals yeah. and the Lord like I talked to pastors about it and the Lord talked to me one day and was like why have I called you here to whine or to be a light God literally assigned me to yeah. that place so that I could be the one to come in and flip a switch on for him to do a work. And he did. I had people get saved while I worked there, but not while I was complaining about it. Mm -hmm. Not while I was looking at my circumstances and being like, oh, but they think I'm weird because I take Thursdays off for church. <laughs> and they literally, that's how dumb I was at that mm -hmm. point. Like I was, I was just ignorant to it. But when I realized no, there's something in me that's greater than mm -hmm. this. There's something in me that's designed to change. Mm -hmm. I am a carrier of change for the kingdom. Yeah. Let that be in you and put that in the comments. I am a carrier of change for the kingdom. Yeah. Circumstances aren't designed to stay the same. Mm -hmm. Around you, they go up. Yeah. They go up. No yeah. matter what it looks like, it goes up. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been peaceful in your home. Yeah. Praise God, you're anointed to bring peace into situations. Yeah. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. You're a peace-carrying, change-bringing yeah. agent of God. Yeah, because yeah. you have Christ in you. Yeah. Christ, like the spirit, same power that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. It dwells in you. Yeah. What does that mean? That means when I walk into a room, Christ enters into that room. Yeah. Not because I'm Christ, but because Christ is with me. Yeah. The anointing is on me. And when I walk into a room, things shift. Things yeah. change. Uh, I, I remember hearing uh, about Pastor Nicole, like there was a restaurant that she would go to. And like, what did they call her? Like money or something like that. Yeah. Like they had a nickname for her because anytime she entered into that, that restaurant, mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, like business started booming when mm -hmm. it, just because she showed up. Like, yeah. Like we, when, when Jesus entered into a room, think the atmosphere shifted, yeah. the atmosphere changed. Why? Yeah. Because Jesus is here, you yeah. know, like, 
like if Jesus walked into the room where you're at, the app, like you, you would recognize, oh, Jesus is here. Yeah. When you're in an anointed service, you recognize, oh, Jesus is here. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're flowing in the anointing, you recognize, oh, Jesus is here. Yeah. Like, and, and all the glory goes to him. But, you know, like that's what we should do. We, when we enter into an environment, the atmosphere should change, yeah. you know, because not because I showed up. And not buddy. down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like we should not be the ones who enter a room and people go, Going home and see you. They're here. No. Uh, Kevin said, a Christ in me, the yeah. hope of glory. You know, pe- pe- when, when we enter into a room, people should be like, oh, praise God, they're here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, hey, I, preacher, I need prayer. Hey, yeah. you know, hey, you know, I just, you know, because they recognize that there's something that you're carrying that's different. Yeah. Um, uh, like the... The, the saying is like, we're not supposed to be a thermometer. We're supposed to be a thermostat, yep. right? Have you ever heard that? Basically, we're not supposed to enter into a place and gauge, oh, this, this is the spiritual atmosphere. Right. Oh, you know, that church isn't that, you know, right. like you're trying to gauge where the atmosphere is. Oh, this isn't a good place. No, I should be a, ther- a thermostat where yeah. I enter in and I, cha- I change the environment around yeah. me. because Not because of me, but because of he who lives in me. Yeah. You know, because Christ in me, hope of glory, like Kevin said. We change the environments around us. Yeah. When, pe- when, when we pray for the sick, they get healed. Like Matthew chapter 11, right? Or Mark 11. Yes, Mark 16, 11. I don't know. It's in the Bible. I need but, more context. <laughs> no. Well, these signs will follow those who believe. Yeah, in my name. Okay, Mark 16, mm-hmm. 11. Um, in my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. They'll yeah. drink any deadly thing and it will by no means harm them. You know, they'll handle serpents. They'll tread on serpents, whatever. You know, like all those things yeah. that we talk about. Um, you know, that, that you know, the, these, are, these are literal atmosphere change yeah. shifting things. You know, he's saying, those who believe in me... Yeah. Basically, those who carry the anointing with them, those who believe that they are who I've called them to be, yeah. this is going to be what happens. The atmosphere is going to change when they show up. Yeah. Well, and it goes to what we were saying yesterday. What are we considering? You know, absolutely how we view ourselves is so important. But we also don't need to consider ourselves. Like, yeah. most of the time we fail because we're putting ourselves in yeah. the equation to begin with. Yeah. Like, think of David. David was <laughs> not going to see Goliath to, like, go have a showdown. David was there serving his brothers mm-hmm. meat and cheese yeah. and bread, and, like, mm-hmm. he was bringing them food. Mm-hmm. He was serving his dad. Yeah. He was honoring his father. Mm-hmm. And what had he been doing before that? Worshiping the Lord. That's what David did. Yeah. He was so in God. Like, that's, that's who he was. He gets there and he hears Goliath talking mm-hmm. smack about God, just berating him and being mm-hmm. completely, yeah. completely ignorant. David was not considering himself. Mm-hmm. Like, logically, if David had considered himself against Goliath, logically... He should not have gone up against him. Didn't have weapons, didn't have armor, didn't have things. Child, full-grown giant man. (laughs) Logically, he's losing. His butt's going to be handed to him. But here's the thing. He wasn't considering himself. He was in covenant, and his God was being blasphemed. And here's the thing. Anything that is stopping increase in your life is blaspheming God. Mm. That's fact. Anything that is coming against what God has already promised you, it's blasphemy against him. It's Mm. trying to raise itself loftier than Christ. 
you know, a diagnosis. It's trying to come up against Christ mm -hmm. and say, I'm bigger than him. Yeah. That's a blasphemy. And so when we hear stuff like that, or we see things, you know, maybe a friend like just backstabs us or, or parents or children have hurt us, or your boss is being really special this day or whatever it is. And you're feeling persecuted or it just seemed like literally hell has exploded in front of you. That is no different than Goliath mocking God and saying, I'm stronger. I'm better. My God, like my God's way better than your God. No. Sickness is not above our God. Sickness is not above our God. Death is not above our God. Our God already conquered that mm -hmm. thing. So the reaction David had should be our reaction yeah. when Goliaths come up to us mm -hmm. and try to boast about how great they are and mm -hmm. powerful they are. No, 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 no. You uncircumcised thought. You anti-Christ thought. Mm -hmm. You have no right to be yeah. in my mind. My mind is blood-bought yeah. by the blood of Jesus itself. Mm -hmm. You cannot stay there. Yeah. I am a child of God. Yeah. You lack that's trying to be in my finances anti-Jesus. It's the blessing that makes rich yeah. and I'm blessed. I'm the head and not the tail. Mm -hmm. You discouraging thought. You, whatever it is and you start speaking to that thing the way that David spoke to that thing. You mm -hmm. consider not yourself and you consider your God. Mm -hmm. When you consider God, you can't lose. Yeah. You cannot lose. And that's why David didn't. Mm -hmm. Like literally people tried to offer him, like the King Saul tried to offer David his own armor. Mm -hmm. But he's like, no, no, no. I don't want your stuff. I want what God's already given to me. Yeah. I don't want what God gave to you. I want what God gave to me. Yeah. My God's going to back me. Mm -hmm. And he did. He yeah. took a stone he knocked him in his temple and then Goliath is down and David chopped his head off. Mm. <laughs> like That is the story of what David did because God backed him because yeah. he didn't consider himself. Yeah. He considered God. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever thought of like thoughts being blasphemy the same mm. way that Goliath did until that moment. But mm. that's, it's so true. Anything that tries to raise itself up mm. against God, mm. it's no different. That's the same situation. Mm. And mm. if God will empower David and back David, mm -hmm. he'll back you. Yeah. He'll back you every time. Yeah. Every time yeah. you line up with him, he'll back you every yeah. single time because yeah. it's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So anytime someone might come to you and say, oh, you can't do that. You're, yeah. you're not going to be able to do that. I think you're you're getting a little too faithy, you know, like, no, that's, that's literally blaspheming God. Yeah. That's literally, cause that's literally what, what's being done. Whenever those spies were saying, no, we can't do it. They were yeah. saying, I know God said that we're going to take them out, but we can't do it. God's yeah. wrong. And yep. that's blasphemy. Yep. So no, if anything tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, I'm going to tear that thought yeah. down. I'm not going to let it stand. I'm mm -hmm. not going to let it linger more than one second. No, I'm not even going to let it linger a second. No, I'm going to yeah. tear it down because it's exalting itself against yeah. Christ. And I cannot afford, mm -mm. I cannot afford to let those kinds of thoughts stay, stay mm -hmm. around. I like the Bible actually says, you know, there's, there's, there's people that you should not hang around with, you yeah. know, the people that, that, uh, have a form of godliness, but deny the power. Yeah. Basically people that say, oh, well, you know, I, I, I know God's real and I know God's true, but you shouldn't really put your trust in that. I think yeah. you're take, you know, no, no, no. You're literally denying the power. Yeah. That's blasphemy. I'm not going to surround myself yeah. with that, with that kind of stuff. I was just reading today about in, in the old Testament when a man blasphemed God and he got stoned and it's like, you know, obviously we're in a 
position of grace now, but you see how seriously God yeah. takes blasphemy. No, yeah. we're not, we're not going to, like, we should take it very seriously. Like, yeah. no, you're exalting yourself against what the Word of God yeah. says. That diagnosis that's exalting itself against the Word of God, that, that, that bill that, that I don't know how it's going to get paid. No, that, that exact thought, it's exalting yeah. itself. You don't have to know how it's going to get paid. You just know, no, my God says he'll supply all my need according yeah. to his riches and glory. That's how we take those thoughts captive. Yeah. No, blasphemy is anything that's trying to exalt itself against what God has already said. And the word works. Yeah. God is going to fulfill his word. He's watching over his word to perform it. That's who he is. That's yeah. what he does. If he said it, he'll do it. Yeah. He's not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should boast. If he said it, he'll do it. That's yeah. what the word says. Uh, he will accomplish, his word will accomplish all that he sent it out to do. And yeah. that's the reality. So if God said it in his word, no, I will receive it. Anything that exalts it, no, I'm going to tear it down yeah. and I'm going to walk in victory because that's who he said I am. Yeah. I'm a conqueror. I'm victorious in Jesus' name. Yeah. And that's who you are. Yeah, the words that have been spoken over your life, whether they're written words of God mm -hmm. or by the anointed men and women that mm -hmm. God has surrounded you with yeah. when those words have been confirmed, the thing that God has said he will do, Pastor Brian just said it, he will do it. Yeah. He will do it. Even... Yeah. There, you know, just this morning in prayer, there was something that the Lord had us pray about regarding Serena that the mm -hmm. Lord said that he was going to do back in January. Mm -hmm. He's still doing it. Mm -hmm. Like the word doesn't die just yeah. because a calendar date changed, yeah. just because situations changed, mm -hmm. people changed, people left, people have come, things look different. No, if God spoke it, he intends to fulfill the yeah. work which he began. Mm -hmm. He's a God who's a long-term God. Mm -hmm. Like he's not short-sighted. He mm -hmm. knows. Knows yeah. that whatever he knows everything that's going to happen he knows what's going to unfold before him and he intends for you to succeed yeah he intends for you to succeed yeah. he just wants you to right now take him by the hand and apply faith in mm -hmm. who he yeah. is and what he said he will do it doesn't matter how long ago that thing was the gifts and callings are without repentance even if you know maybe it's something you missed God's a God of restoration even if you missed an instruction from long ago, there have been things that the Lord showed me that he wanted me to do long ago. Mm -hmm. And I've realized I, was, I so missed that. Mm -hmm. God is able now. He's able now to fully restore the time and redeem the time. So even if right now you're like, you know what? I believe I could have been a conqueror, but I am just too far beyond what, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm too far gone mm -hmm. to ever be a conqueror. No, yeah. that's a lie. Yeah. That's a lie. That's anti-Christ. Mm -hmm. Anything yeah. that raises itself against the word written, mm -hmm. spoken, if it's God today, it's yeah. going to be God tomorrow. Yeah. He's not going to change his mind. You are, you cannot mess mm -hmm. up so bad yeah. that you're going to break God's word. Yeah. You're not. He knows every failure. He knows every success. He knows every mm -hmm. good thing, every bad thing. He yeah. knows. And he still called you. He still chose you. And mm -hmm. even knowing any mess up that you may have ever committed in your life, he still called you an overwhelming conqueror. Yeah. He knew what this season would look like to a physical eye. And yet he said, this is the time of harvest. This is your season of harvest. It's our year of increase. He knew. He knew in the natural what it would look like. And he still spoke it, which means no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, yeah. it's your year. It's your year. 
Yeah. It's your year. Yeah. It's my year. This is my year of increase. Mm -hmm. In every way I can yeah. be increased, I will increase. Yeah. No matter what I see, no yeah. matter what I think about it, no matter yeah. how I feel about it, I'm going to increase. God's going to help me. Amen. Yeah, that's that's literally, that is our inheritance. Yeah. Is increase. Our inheritance is victory. Our inheritance is winning. You yeah. know, we are co-heirs with Christ, yep. and Christ is not defeated. Yep. What is Christ, where is Christ? What is what is he doing right now? He's seated in heavenly places, far above all principality and power. Yeah. That is our inheritance. This is my inheritance is victory. My inheritance is victory. Amen. So, uh, guys, put that in the comments. My inheritance is victory. Yeah. Like that's what we're inheriting. Yeah. Right now. You know. Amen. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what it is uh, in Revelation where it talks about, you know, what, what is Christ seated in heavenly places? He's receiving glory, honor, power. Mm -hmm. um, Revelation 5, I think. Yeah. 12, I think. Um, I'm yeah, it's there. there. Yeah. Worthy yeah, is the lamb that was slain to mm -hmm. receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Revelation yeah. five twelve. That's your inheritance. Yeah, that's that that is your inheritance. Yeah. Your yeah. inheritance is power. Mm -hmm. If Jesus had it, you have it available mm -hmm. to you. Your inheritance is power. Yeah. Your inheritance is riches, not mm -hmm. just spiritual riches, though that's the most important aspect. You have material riches, spiritual riches, every way you can be rich, you, you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Your inheritance is wisdom. Your inheritance yeah. is might. Yeah. Your inheritance is honor. Mm -hmm. you, your inheritance is honor? Mm -hmm. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. Like, to be honored, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because Jesus, like, he, mm -hmm. oh, he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. When we didn't deserve any bit of this in, our, in and of ourselves, he, dis, he made us worthy. Yeah. He made us worthy of yeah. all this stuff. What a good God. Yeah. Oh, what a good God. Mm. Our inheritance is glory. Mm. Again, why? Mm. <laughs> like, I'm so thankful. But of all that, like, I wouldn't do this. That's why I'm not God. Mm -hmm. yeah. But God is this good yeah. that he said, you know what? Mm. Sinner enemy, person who's been without faith, yeah. your inheritance is glory. Yeah. That's your inheritance. Glory. The glory of God. That in its presence, kings can't even stand up. That's yeah. your inheritance. Amen. And your inheritance is blessing. Mm -hmm. What a mighty God we serve. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, you have a good inheritance. We yeah. are co-heirs with Christ. So, like, I, I, I used to think, oh, well, that's Jesus' inheritance. That's not my inheritance, mm -hmm. you know. But we're co-heirs, which yeah. means his inheritance, he's sharing it with us. Mm -hmm. What a good God. So, guys, this is your inheritance. Put, put, put on expectation to that. To yeah. that, You know, get excited about that. That yeah. is my inheritance. Yeah. Anything less than that glory, honor, blessing, you know, anything less than that, that's not my inheritance. Yeah. No, my inheritance is victory. My inheritance is joy. Yeah. My inheritance is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, yeah. faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. My, my inheritance is faith. My inheritance yeah. is health and strength. My inheritance is, is uh, abundance for every good deed. That's my inheritance. That's your inheritance. That's your inheritance. Yeah. Take a hold of it. Now, this is who I am. I am now a co-heir with Christ, seated in heavenly places. I, I receive that inheritance. Put Amen. it in the comments. I receive my inheritance today. You Amen. know, I receive it. I receive what God has for me today. Amen. 
Amen. And so we want to pray for yeah. you. You know, God is the God of encouragement. Mm -hmm. He desires yeah. for us to be encouraged. How yeah. many times do you read it through the word? Take courage, <laughs> be encouraged, you yeah. know, take peace, take hope, take joy. We're going to pray. Whatever spirit of antichrist that's tried to come in, whether mm -hmm. it's fear, discouragement, mm -hmm. lack of hope, whatever that yeah. thing is, today is the day where that leech that's been sucking it dry yeah. dissolves off of your life. Mm -hmm. But we can't just do it on our own. By faith, expect, I'm expecting as I'm praying for God yeah. to do this in me. So let's expect that God is going yeah. to do a restoration of our hope today, a restoration yeah. of our joy, and it's going to be made full yeah. in yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah. So Father, we thank you. thank you. We thank you that you are the God of joy. Thank you that your word says that you sit in the heavens and laugh. You laugh. You're seated above everything. You see every single play on the field, and you are laughing at anything that tries to raise itself up wiser than you. You are the only wise God. You are El Shaddai. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Sid Canoe. You are the God who's a banner of love over us. You've branded us, sealed us, marked us. We're separated. We're chosen. We're kept. We're yours. Yes, Lord. And we thank you for it, Lord. That's who we are because it's who you said we are. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus over every person today, I ask in Jesus' mighty name, you can come back to me, in the name of Jesus, bless yeah. them mightily yeah. in Jesus' name, mightily. Every disruptive thought, bow to Jesus now. Yeah. Every agent of antichrist agendas mm -hmm. be destroyed. Yes. Any leech that has sucked hope dry, die in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, your word tells us that what we bind on earth, you bind yeah. it from a position in heaven. And what we loose on earth, you're loosing it from heaven. So yeah. in the name of Jesus, we ask, Father, that you loose joy yeah. in people's minds and in their spirits today. You're the God of joy. It's the highest anointing. Lord, I ask that the oil of joy be poured out in their homes, at their jobs. Lord, I ask right now that Holly Shaver just be completely yeah. immersed in joy right yeah. now as she's doing her work. Yeah. Fill her with joy, God. Yes. Fill her with joy. Let her just start to spontaneously laugh. Mm -hmm. God, I thank you that joy is our portion, not sorrow. Joy is our portion. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, any tormenting thoughts, any fear by night, any nightmares yeah. that have been harassing, in Jesus' name, we call an end to them now. Yeah. Now. We call an end to them now yes. in the name of Jesus. The only spirit that is allowed near us is the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Your Holy Spirit is the only spirit we take part with. Lord, in Jesus' name, Keep our viewers today, whether they're watching live or in the replay. Keep them. Keep them. Yeah. Keep them from the evil one. Keep them in the world, not of the world. Protected from the yeah. world. Guard. Help, help set a guard around them, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let our people sleep peacefully tonight. Let there be peaceful sleep. Sound, peaceful, restful sleep. Yeah. Let them rest. Let them be in joy. Let them be in hope. Let today, God, as the God of reconciliation and restoration, let hope be restored today in Jesus' name, full to the overflow.
full to the overflow. And I thank you, God, that you are exceedingly abundantly beyond all we could ever ask or think. And that's what you're doing in our lives. Surprise your people today with your goodness. Surprise us with how good you are. Mm -hmm. Let it take our breath away. Let it catch us off guard. Mm -hmm. Just how good you truly are. We love you, Lord. We praise you, and we know that it's done. We set up strongholds in our mind that we will not allow the enemy to try and come back and grade away. No, we set up a, a, a fortress for you in our minds right now. Thank you. You're good. You're leading us to good, and we win every time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Man, if this ministered to you, this yeah. has been an awesome word. Yeah. If this if this ministered to you, I'm not going to say put hands up in the comments. Share this broadcast. Mm-hmm. Get this word out because there yeah. are people who need to hear this. Yeah. And you know it. You know, uh, give us a thumbs up. You know, hit the notification bell. Share this broadcast because every, all of those things actually help spread this yeah. word. So so I would encourage you to share this broadcast, get this word out, yeah. uh, because there are people that you know need to hear this. They might be discouraged. They might be discouraged. The enemy might be trying to beat them up, and they need to hear this word. Yeah. Do them a favor and share this with them. Let them hear the word of God, because the word works. Yeah. The word will overcome those things. And yeah. so I would encourage you, share this broadcast. Get the word out. Put it on your Facebook page. Text it to a friend. Whatever yeah. you got to do, get this word out. Um, but guys, we thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to, uh, we sow this broadcast into you, but if you uh, have leading to sow, if the Lord's been putting it on your heart, to man, this is such a powerful word, and I want to attach my faith yeah. to this. I, wanna, I want uh, to, to attach myself to what God is doing in this broadcast. We wanted to give you an opportunity you can go to give www.org and you can give there we have all yeah. the different ways that you can give uh, that'll be showing up there but I, I guarantee you you know uh, the Bible says whatever a man sows God, it says God is not mocked yeah. you know God is not blasphemed you know right. uh, whatever a man sows this is Galatians 6 7 uh, God is not mocked whatever a man sows that he shall also reap mm-hmm. so you know the any dumb lie that says, well, if you sow, you're just losing it. Right. Or, 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 you know, do you really think that there's a harvest? It's been a while, you know, you haven't really seen much. You know, are you sure yeah. you're going to? No, the Bible says God is not mocked. Those are blaspheming thoughts. Those are thoughts that are trying to mock God. But no, right. I'm going to stand firm in the word. If I'm going to sow, I'm going to reap. Yeah. You know, and people will even say, you know, well, you know, you don't always sow in like kind. But the Bible says whatever, whatever a man sows, that he will reap. Yeah. So if you so financially, what are you going to reap? Finances. That's how God works. You know, I don't sow an orange seed and reap an apple tree. You know, yeah. like that's God, whatever a man sows that he will reap. And you, you won't just reap. Cause here's the thing. The Bible actually does open. It opens up a whole world of things too. Yeah. You, you get to reap what the word, the word that you sowed into, you get yeah. to reap it from the, the soil you planted into. But I'm telling you, you know, when, when you sow financially, you reap financially. You know, uh, Paul says in second Corinthians nine, if what, if you sow, sparingly you'll reap sparingly but if you sow bountifully you'll reap bountifully right so so you know we see that that it's not just you're you're giving a donation even though you're typing in hashtag donate it's not just a donation no it's a seed that you're sowing not into us but into the kingdom of god yeah seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness all these things will be added unto you so you're sowing into advancing the kingdom you're sowing into the word of god you're sowing into soil that's that's uh spreading the gospel of jesus christ to the world so 
so that's we want we want to give like we would be doing you a disservice if we yeah, didn't give you an opportunity to sow. And so, uh, just like Paul said, I'm not. We're not seeking the fruit to us. We're seeking the fruit to your account. Yeah. This is, you know, this is an opportunity for you to increase. Yeah. This is an opportunity for you to partner with with your victory. So we're gonna pray Amen. over the seed, and we're expecting victory to come into your life uh, as you sow today. Amen. Lord, we thank, thank you, you for every seed that is sown in the name of Jesus. We confess, decree, yeah. and believe that each seed sown is yeah. blessed, yes, pressed sir. down, shaken together, and running over. Let the return come quickly yeah. back into their hand. Lord, thank we you. receive it on behalf of you, but we ask in Jesus' name for thank quick you. manifested harvest off thank of today's you. seed. We ask for quick manifested victory in this area of their life. We thank you that you turn you. all things together for the good of those who love you. Yeah. Lord, for those who are partnering financially today, I thank you that their finances are being turned yeah. now yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah. What has looked small is about to be mighty in Jesus' yes, mighty name. Thank you, we thank you, Father, for it. We believe it. We receive it. Yeah. And we set our expectation on who you are yes. and what you're capable of. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks for being on with us today. We are going to be back tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. And for every person who's on right now and you missed the opening of our broadcast, we're going to show it again. But coming up next month, August 22nd through the 27th, Brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. is going to be yep. here in Albemarle, North Carolina for a tent meeting for the entire week. The Lord gave him very specific instructions, hit North Carolina hard. Yeah. And so he's been in Elizabeth City and Raleigh and Roxborough, and his next stop is us in Albemarle. Yeah. We're going to be feeding the hungry. We're going to be blessing this area. And we want you to be a part of what God is doing. He is a mighty, mighty gift of God. And it's not just going to be him. Him. His son, Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., he'll be here too. It's going to be a phenomenal yeah. set of meetings. Yeah. Very well worth traveling here to, sure. to be a part of them. So if you're in New York, if you're in Florida, if you're in a different state, if you're in Maryland, hint Chris Crabtree when you watch this, come. Um, that's Buddy's mom. Mm -hmm. It's worth a drive. We want you to be a part of what God is doing. Yeah. We love you and we want you blessed. So that's why we let you know about it. It's yeah. coming up. You've got about a month. So let's get here and be a part together of what God's doing. It's going to be phenomenal. But we're here again tomorrow at 1130. So join us back. It's going to be great. And we'll see you then.